0: veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Yeah.
1: We're broadcasting live on Voice America for the very first time in 2020. What a year. Well, I'm your host, Christina R. Silva, and it is my divine pleasure to be here today with a very special guest that I've been wanting to speak with about some various topics that will motivate you and empower you towards your future goals. And it's very important also on every Christina Silva show that we salute our men and women in uniform from every era and branch of service. Joining us today, is the one and only command chief master sergeant lisa r arnold command chief master sergeant
2: arnold welcome to the christina silva show thank you miss silva it's just an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today Thank you, ma'am. Well, we want to salute some of the
1: accomplishments that you've had since 1993 when you joined the United States Air Force. And I know that as a humble leader of over 6,000 airmen in our United States Air Force, it's a humbling honor to be here today to celebrate your accomplishments. Let's start with the Los Angeles Air Force Base and the Space and Missile Systems Center. What is your role?
2: I am, uh, as you mentioned, the command chief, so the senior enlisted leader on the installation, uh, and I'm responsible for the morale, the readiness, the welfare, and the training, uh, and just the regular normal oversight of 6,000 airmen that call SMC home, and that's between LA Air Force Base and our GSU partners at Kirtland, Colorado Springs, and a few at Vandenberg Air Force Base. Thank you for sharing and clarifying
1: that wonderful position. It's amazing here on the campus where we know that our space, airspace, and our land, air, and sea is protected by our elite Air Force. Share a little bit about your experience joining the Air Force and why.
2: Yeah, so um, I, I get this question a lot, and I really enjoy telling the story because it really uh, shows the significance of where I was in 1993 and where I am in 2020 and what the Air Force uh, and Space Force now have has done for me. So in 1993, there I was um, working at a dental assistant, uh, as a dental assistant in a dental office. And I'd been there for about two and a half, three years. And my childhood friend Came to me and as I was at work and said, "I've got this perfect plan. You and I are going to go in the Air Force and we're going to go on the buddy system." And I said, "You and I aren't doing anything. (laughs) You may be going, but I'm not going. Uh, The military just wasn't for me, and I knew that." And uh, so she said, "Well, if you don't go, will you at least support me as I go with the to the recruiter?" And I said, "Of course." So we went a few times, and I kept going with her, and eventually it sounded really, really cool. And I'm like man, what what are you talking about? I can leave Indiana. I can travel the world. I can get paid. I can get an education. uh, I can leave Indiana. I just kept saying that over and over again. (laughs) And uh, so I said, okay, I'll go with you on the buddy system. So we did the MEPS and we did our our physicals and tests and all those things. And it was the day we were supposed to leave and we're going to uh, Indianapolis to the MEPS. And she called me and said, I'm not going. Um, I found a job and I'm not going to go in the Air Force. And I said, say what? <laughs> so I decided that I'd already done all that work um, and I wasn't going to um, go backwards, only go forwards. And so uh, the next thing I know, I was uh, signing up at MEPS and uh, off, I was, um, on my, uh, off I was on my way uh, to join the world's greatest Air Force. That is
1: absolutely (laughs)
2: inspiring
1: and incredible
2: and scary, right? Yeah, I pick on her to this day. (laughs) I pick on her every single day, but I also thank her. The defining moment, ma'am. Yes.
1: That's amazing. So when you went to airman training, what did it, feel like to reflect and know now 20 some odd years later that you would be leading such a space and missile
2: system center? You know, when I was in basic training, the, the biggest accomplishment was just to get through the day without getting yelled at or, you know, things torn up in my locker or my bed turned upside <laughs> down because basic training was quite different back then. Uh, and so to imagine myself, you know, 27 years later uh, in this position, um, if someone would have told me that I would have said, well, uh, you're, you're making stuff up, you know, it's just not possible. Um, and, and I never thought in my wildest dreams that uh, I would be here. I told my mom I'd do four years and come home. Uh, and so I think I, um, I lied to her. <laughs> Thank you so much for your service. That's incredible. We all did the
1: parents dragging us down the hallway saying, no, don't go. That's right. But you've gone and you would
2: not even regret Serving, correct, ma'am? I don't regret a single day. Maybe on the first sign at basic training, but (laughs) ever since then, no, I have not regretted a single day.
1: Yes, ma'am. Airman Leadership School, Senior Enlisted, Joint Professional Military Education. You've completed that, and each and every day, would you still say you're
2: learning? Oh my gosh, you, you never stop learning. As a matter of fact, I was having some conversations just today with some senior NCOs about the importance of continuous learning, whether it's reading a book. Uh, whether it's uh, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, whether it's continuing continuing your education, whatever that is, uh, there's always an opportunity for continuous learning. And not only do I learn from books or taking a class, I also learn from the airmen around me every single day. They're teaching me something on how to be a better person, a better human being and a better chief. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Command Chief, Master Sergeant Lisa R. Arnold, for teaching us about
1: respect, resilience, and readiness. And that brings me to your own version of the Total Comprehensive Airman Fitness Plan. You need to be in great shape to manage
2: over 6,000, right, ma'am? Yes. So, you know, when I think about the Total uh, Airman Fitness, I think about more than just physical fitness, right? I think about our four pillars of resiliency. I think about our spiritual readiness. I think about our uh, social readiness, our mental readiness, and of course, the physical readiness. And and I think um, in all aspects of that, I need to be ready and on top of my game every single day because, you know, we're asking airmen and space professionals to do things that no other organization on the planet asked them to do. and And essentially, that is to give their life for their country. And I owe it to those men and women who've decided to make that ultimate sacrifice. I owe them my very best in all parts of resiliency, not just the physical part, but I need to be strong mentally and um, socially and spiritually because I expect the same of them. And uh, and so it's really important uh, that they see me in that manner so they can see themselves in that manner.
1: That's the definition of leadership. And on every Christina Silva show, ma'am, we have a word of the day. And today's word I chose is treat. To treat and to be ready is to expect something and to be excited about it. And you have to say in your uniform how you feel every day getting up because after all, you're only human, ma'am. And on those days when you feel demotivated in your own mind, you can motivate and change in a twinkling of an eye with your airman readiness package.
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, There are days that just like everyone else, I wake up, I'm tired. Um, I'm a bit exhausted some days, but you know, uh, it's, it's that resiliency, it's those experiences, it's those challenges that I've been through, just like our airmen have been through. It's those things that strengthen me and remind me that it, it's important that um, I get out of bed and I wear this uniform properly and I, and I, I remember what, n- what name tags are here, Arnold and Air Force. And those things are what motivates me so I can motivate our airmen every single day to get out and take care of um, our, our nation's missions.
1: That deserves a hua and a summer high. <laughs> <fine. laughs> well, thank you so much. Moving into your professional career of so many different occupational specialties, workforce utilization, military readiness, morale, welfare, and the mission effectiveness for your
2: team, how are you fulfilled? Um, I, was, uh, I was speaking with someone today about this. Um, to me, there is nothing more satisfying than putting on this uniform. We are, um, the United States military is the only organization on earth that does not work for a profit. We work for the freedom, the security and the safety of the nation and the people that reside and call this place home. And so every single day when I wake up, I'm satisfied knowing, I'm fully satisfied knowing that when I go put my head in the pillow at night, that I've done exactly what the nation's ask me to do in carrying out that mission to ensure that we are safe, we are free, and we are secure. And when I know that I'm doing that for the betterment of a nation and our airmen are doing that for a better of a nation, then there's nothing more satisfying and more rewarding to me than that.
1: The valor, the sacrifice, and the go, fly, fight, and win. Oh, go, fly, fight, and win. Each and every day, the magnificent respect of the American flag and global leaders of the U.S. government, Space Force, and Air Force runs as deep or deeper than the motto, SEMPRA Super, defines. The Space Force has its ultra motto, semper supra, and it means always above. It represents the service's role in establishing, maintaining, and persevering U.S. freedom of operations in the ultimate high ground. A Space Force spokesman said in Space News in July 2020 that this motto is just like you're being, ma'am. Thank you so much for being willing to tell me what Semper Super means in your life each and every day.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, first of all, uh, on, on December 20th, just a year shy of a year ago, uh, we had the great honor of being part of the stand up of the first, uh, and obviously the first, but the United States Space Force. And uh, what a great, great moment uh, to start a legacy uh, in defense of the high ground. Um, As you know, I still wear a U.S. Air Force uniform, um, but here in SMC, we are part of supporting the overall space mission for the United States Air Force. So when I hear the motto semper supra, obviously it means always above. And I want uh, anyone of your listeners or anyone that's thinking about joining the Space Force or those who are in the Space Force to understand That always above signifies to me that you are always, always going to be taken care of, um, uh, always above. So therefore, uh, we will dominate and we will deter. We'll first deter and then if we have to, we'll dominate in space to ensure that uh, our American people and our allies uh, can continue to rely on space um, in a safe and secure way. This is an amazing,
1: defining moment. Hearing from our very own Command Chief Master Sergeant, Lisa R. Arnold. We're talking about the respect of the US Air Force and the unveiled Delta, Simpra Supra. There's an amazing, gorgeous logo you can find which has four significant meanings in the art of the symbol. The Delta was first used in 1961 and the Delta symbol honors the heritage of the US Air Force and Space Command. And at its main centrifugal force, that is, inside the delta, the two spires represent the action of a rocket. And the silver outer border of the delta signifies defense and protection from all adversaries and threats impacting from space in the domain. The black area inside embodies the vast darkness of deep space. The four beveled elements symbolize the joint armed forces supporting the space mission, Air Force, Army, Navy, and Marines. And in the center of the Delta's star is the Polaris, which symbolizes how the core values guide the Space Force.
2: Yes, that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful emblem. Uh, It really signifies and represents our United States Space Force. Uh, to the to the highest valor that I can imagine, Be, and I and I think that's what our American people need, and I think that's exactly what they got. Semper Supra from our United States Space Force.
1: That is amazing. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for sharing about the meaning of the new Space Force logo with us and how it relates to a special way of leading others with positive reinforcement and to resilience. If you're listening to the Christina Silva Show, we're also educating our veterans live about the opportunities of a career for yourself in the Air Force or some. Someone you may know. And when we give education, we're not giving any ploys or persuasion. We're simply educating you to be moved by the accomplishments travel, wellness, education, housing benefits, mental health, spiritual wealth, social and physical readiness. You're listening to Educating Our Veterans Live with our special guest and command chief master sergeant arnold is no stranger to social media and the importance of migrating into her mask when the time is right ma'am in march of 2020 we all had to go on to lockdown in los angeles county and we are donning our wonderful masks today share with me what were the amazing changes the air force got to
2: embrace when the pandemic struck in march 2020. yeah i think um one really what's important right now uh, as we continue um living in the pandemic and and with the virus continuing to live amongst us i think one of the most important things that i share with our airmen and team smc and the 61st Air Base group is the constant uh, um, standards of being healthy and positive during uh, a world pandemic right i want to you know it's not just america that it's impacting it's impacting the world and we have men and women that are stationed abroad that uh, are dealing with this pandemic uh, outside of the continental us and so When I think about all the things that we've um, watched unfold since the pandemic, I think one of the greatest things that uh, we've been able to um, wrap our arms around is technology and how we can use technology to stay connected, how we can use technology to still get our mission done. Uh, SMC has done a remarkable job in still continuing to acquire the capabilities our warfighter needs. Uh, to accomplish the mission and whether that's um, awarding contracts for our uh, satellites or whether that's all the way to launching the satellite, none of that has stopped during our pandemic. And that's really because of social media and, and, uh, and technology. We still do some face-to-face or rather mask the mask uh, when needed. We, we have special programs with things like that, that people cannot do from home. So uh, they have um, still continued to come in to get our mission done because Uh, that's, that's what they find important is the safety and security of our nation, uh, through, uh, through our space assets. Um, technology has been a wonderful thing
1: for us though. The Space and Missile Systems Center is second to none and producing year round. No matter the pandemic, the Air Force is always ready. And we are going to ask another question about your physical fitness with digital and social technologies, because I happen
2: to be able to work out with you on my telephone screen. Yes, it's uh, one of those things. So what what happened uh, during our pandemic, of course, in, in L.A. County, Uh, They completely shut down all the fitness facilities, all the gyms. And so uh, we here on uh, LA, uh, we will stick with what our county's doing health-wise. And so one of the things that uh, we did was shut down our gym. And that is one of the things that really motivates people in regards to that resiliency, right? We all kind of believe that if we stay physically fit, Uh, then that's going to help with our mental and our social and our spiritual. So when we shut down our gym, I went over to the 61st Airbase Group and I said, I've got this wonderful idea. I I don't know how it's going to work, but we're (laughs) going to try it. And so what I did was on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, mornings uh, at uh, 07 o'clock, I held a virtual PT workout session with Chief Arnold uh, where I would either I would lead a session or I'd bring in a guest as a certified trainer or instructors or Uh, uh, someone who would lead the exercise. And and I always brought an airman with me because I think it's important that uh, our airmen are getting out and still doing that physical fitness. And uh, so that's one of the ways that technology helped us to stay physically fit and certainly helped me uh, during those times. And what greater place to do it than in L.A. where the weather is always beautiful and we can always do it outside.
1: That's incredible. We had special guests joining you in the Physical Fitness Hour Everything from calisthenics of the old and yoga.
2: Oh yeah, we did yoga. That was the first time I ever did <laughs> yoga. Uh, our awesome uh, mental health uh, doctor, Dr. Uh, Anya Fedotova, she led uh, a yoga session with us, and I I was very surprised at how difficult it was. Uh, we did some HIT training. I had a, a few uh, uh, certified instructors in HIT uh, come over and take care of it, and then you know we I had a little card deck that I used to uh, when I didn't have a trainer. But (laughs) the important thing was that we got out there and uh, we had our airmen out with us. I got into three
1: quarters of those positions, ma'am. Yeah,
2: (laughs) that's pretty good. (laughs) Awesome. Speaking of Ms. Feditova,
1: we talk about Blue Grit, which is the amazing Air Force podcast that keeps us up to date on mental challenges and how to overcome them. Share with us in your character what your Blue Grit looks like.
2: Yeah, everyone has a grit. Everyone has a blue grit. And I think that you have to have grit, uh, you know, especially in what we do uh, for our nation, right? Because we're, again, we ask our airmen to leave this country and pick up a weapon and go defend uh, what we need to defend. And so when I talk about my blue grit, um, there are lots of things and lots of tragedy that I've had in my life that Although tragedy at the moment has inspired me to be better, uh, to be stronger and and for our airmen and for our nation, for me uh, specifically also. Um, And so out of each one of those tragedies, out of of each one of those situations, whether it's personal or professional, I've experienced some hardship professionally as well and a a job that I had uh, with specific people. And uh, through all of that, um, at the moment, it seems... Like, I'm never going to get through this, you know, but because of resiliency, because of the grit that I've had prior to that, those are the things that t- continue to get us through those situations. And so that grit just gets grittier and that just makes you who you are. And and uh, grit should be something that you're proud of, you know, not something that you're embarrassed or shy away from. But grit really defines um, the bigger portion of who you are as an individual, And that grit is important to share with airmen so they can see that when they're having their moments, right, that they also can use their grit that they've had and built over the years to get them through situations.
1: Thank you, Command Chief Master Sergeant Arnold. And gee, that's a mouthful. Can I call you Chief Arnold, by the way? Of course you can. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. Yeah. You always ask when you don't know. And no question is a question that shouldn't be asked. So thank you for allowing me to be transparent before the listeners on the Christina Silva Show in its 14th year with its debut on Voice America's Variety Channel. That's awesome. Today is an amazing breakthrough. And you're the pioneer, ma'am. The first voice heard on listener. This is amazing. Command Chief Master Sergeant, that is Lisa R. Arnold, and there is a difference, is leading over 6,000 airmen in three different stateside locations. And she's here sharing a little bit in her camis about respect, readiness, and resilience. And now we're gonna move from her camis to her civvies. Well, ma'am, we know you're a person and we want to know how you relax. What kind of music do
2: you like? Which hobbies do you prefer? And do you have any pets? Yeah. So those are all great questions. One of the things I love to do to relax is I love exercising. It's one of my favorite things to do. It it just gets me in my moment where I can think about what I need to think about, whether it's work, whether it's uh, personal stuff, um, whether it's just to look, look and feel nature, hiking and just being outside. I really enjoy being outside. I also like reading. Uh, I love music. Um, You can ask uh, my teammate that's here with us today uh, that supports me, one of my teammates, Sergeant uh, Kiana Dorman, how often I'm listening to music in my office when she comes in. And I like anything from the 60s all the way up to today's modern uh, um, top 40. But honestly, my favorite is country music. No, it's a little bit, I must admit, country music is my favorite. I'm from Indiana, so uh, that is part of who we are, uh, is country music. So that relaxes me quite a bit. Um, On the weekends, I just like to get out and do things that I want to do, and I try to forget about work for a little bit.
1: That is incredible. Thank you for sharing. And it's critical to talk about safety and emergency preparedness and also neighborhood awareness training and the importance of face-to-face contact. Because with the mask, I can't see your beautiful smile and neither can you see mine, but we are connecting with eye contact. So there's always a way to evolve, transform, adapt, and overcome. And that's part of the military training that we love to embrace because it's convertible into our civilian lives. Share with us a good way with social media or other platforms that you stay connected to those that you love, even with your mask.
2: Yeah, I I think uh, what we need to understand is connection uh, doesn't always have to be face to face, although preferred uh, for me, it's preferred. But social media has been a great way to, to keep people positive, let them know that they're valued and that they matter. Uh, our world, in my personal opinion, right, we need a lot more kindness in the world. I think kindness builds character. I think character builds connection. And, uh, and so, so my social media pages, whether it's my personal page or uh, more specifically, uh, my, uh, my uh, official Facebook page and official Facebook Twitter I try to use those platforms to create an environment of positivity and happiness in a world that sometimes seems to be missing that uh, in, in several different different aspects. But um, we see so much negativity on social media these days, and, and, and so I kind of want to be the oddball. I want to be different, and I want to show the more positive side in the way that we can use social media to spread the messages of our Air Force, of our Space Force, um, what things are out there that people want to know about or need to know about. Uh, and then there's always, you know, if you know me, anything about me, there's always a one or two Baby Yoda uh, memes <laughs> that I put out there on my personal page, sometimes on my professional page because Baby Yoda does have some uh, positive uh, sayings once in a while too. So I think it's really important that we find the positivity and uh, we share positivity, we share kindness, uh, we share respect, and we share love with one another through social media. And
1: I'm a follower of your page and a fan of your leadership, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us today with positivity and reinforcement and also milestones and goals through the four domains and tenants of the Total Comprehensive Airman Fitness Plan. In closing, I would like to share a little bit about resources that airmen can look forward to in the Continuum of Care booklet. Would you happen to recall the Coffee in the Courtyard event?
2: I do remember the Coffee in the Courtyard event. Yes, ma'am.
1: We have so many resources and so little time. But in short, let's give our airmen a place to go on base if they need help
2: with any certain circumstance. Yes, ma'am. We have several resources. So... I I think before I give the resources and one final thing I would share with um, your listeners and airmen and veterans alike, that you are never, ever alone. Uh, No matter the situation you're going through, there are people, there are resources. uh, You are valued. You matter. And so uh, there are lots of ways to get help if you need help. Uh, We have our chaplain. We have our first sergeants. We have our Airmen and Family Readiness Center. uh, We have our mental health specialist. uh, We have... Uh, military OneSource, uh, we have our MFLAC, our um, Military Family uh, Counselors. Um, w- there's just an endless amount of uh, resources that we have that can support your need uh, no matter what that is. So I think the only thing that we ask of you is that if you need help, please let us know you need help. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do is just say, I need help and you will be taken care of. But at the end of the day, remember that you do matter um, and that uh, uh, we care about you, and we love you, and we thank you for your service, and we thank you for all that you do and have done for this nation.
1: There are so many positive sayings on your page. I would love for you to reflect and share one that moved me with our listeners on the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live with a little motivation from Command Chief Master Sergeant Lisa R. Arnold.
2: Yeah, this is one of my favorite ones too, Miss Silva. Thank you. It's uh, it's a little poster that just says "Stay focused." stay consistent, stay positive, and keep moving forward. I think it's really important that we have goals and we have milestones that we want to reach. And as long as we stay focused on the positive things that we're trying to achieve in our lives, we stay focused on the positive people that are uh, that we surround ourselves with, we stay consistent in those goals, that we keep looking at those goals and we keep striving to reach those goals. And then All the underlining of that is, is that when you have a setback or, or you don't achieve a milestone the first time, right? You, you lose focus is the underlying thing is that you have to stay positive because that positivity, then that ultimately will help you moving to stay moving forward because you never want to go back, right? Backwards doesn't move you forward. So if you stay positive, you stay consistent, um, and you stay focused, that will keep moving forward always, and you will achieve any goal, any dream that you have out set for yourself. I, ma'am. I. <laughs> <laughs> I will be right back with more of the Christina Silva Show
1: live on our debut at the Voice America Network Variety Channel. Stay with us.
0: Attention, veterans. Are you ready to be your own boss? It's time to launch your own ideas into reality. Discover your clean writing style gear up with marine corps trained motivator christina silva christina is a positive energy promoter with a special gift in connecting with innovators get the military heroes 411 and glean from experts every week by listening to the christina silva show we're educating our veterans live on the christina silva show listen for new episodes every week on the voice america variety channel my race my story by kathy howard
3: for me, the first time I experienced racism was probably when I was about five years old. Um, we had just moved from Chicago, my family and I. My dad had died at, when I was three, so my mom had to relocate our family to Auburn, Alabama. And so that was during the 60s. I was born in 64, so that was during the 60s time frame when there was a lot of civil unrest and uh, uh, Dr. King's time. And- Uh, the marches that were going on, you know, 60 miles down the road. And I remember vividly one um, morning at 3 o'clock, but my uncle had been shot three times by the KKK. And so when that knock came on the door at 3 o'clock in the morning, everybody jumped up. I remember my mom running to the door. I remember my grandmother and my grandfather and I can just remember that the police officer was just so nonchalant, just so uncaring, just like, just like, your son's not coming home tonight and you can come down tomorrow to view the body. And it's like, I just remember my grandmother falling on the floor. I can see my mom, I can still see her like she was just screaming. And, and my grandfather was just, he didn't know what to do. He knew he couldn't fight a system that was already against him and the, and the race of people that were trying to fight it in the first place, so he, had, he felt helpless. And I just remember thinking to myself at five, this is a scary world that we're living in. I just remember being fearful, just living in fear most of my life, you know. But I, I also remember my mom like shortly after she kind of gained her composure, she said, this is the reason why you never hate people for the color of their skin. You only, only love. I mean it, and I mean it, and I've seen enough racism that I want it to stop. You only love. I mean that, and it was like drilled in our hearts and our souls and our spirit, and she was, she was true to her words. She taught us to love regardless. The Christina Silva
1: Show is organic, it's transparent, and it's designed to motivate and empower you towards your goals. If you want to find your own clean writing style, all you have to do is keep listening to the Voice America Variety Channel, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific and globally on the Internet. Well, fans, we are on the Christina Silva Show, and we had an electrifying interview to learn a little bit more about leadership, respect, readiness, and resilience. And I know every day that I wake up to honor and host the show with so many guests. It's important to me to practice what I preach and also to be ready to know that all I've accomplished can be gone in a moment's notice if I'm not checking my six. And now we're back. We want to give you a different vibe on the show Voice America, and that is to talk about topics that are also serious and also going to create change in 2020 and going into fiscal year 20 and 2021. So joining us again with a final definition of readiness is... The one and only again. Command Chief Master Sergeant Lisa R. Arnold. Ma'am, you are the creator of fitness plans on the soccer field at LA Air Force Base while everyone is masked. And you're also the creator of motivational memes that I love to see on Facebook on a professional and personal page. The etiquette is outstanding. So thank you for joining me to share something which is the answer to America's position on racism and what is
2: intolerable. What is the zero tolerance rule in the Air Force? And how did you create Ceres? Yeah, so the tolerance level um, for discrimination and racism in the United States Air Force is a zero tolerance policy. But unfortunately, uh, our nation, uh, the world, uh, more specifically, our nation um, has experienced not just uh, in 2020, but for centuries, uh, there's, they've experienced, uh, uh, there's, you know, racism, uh, discrimination, racial disparity, and, um, many people, uh, you know, uh, talk about this and I share lots of conversations with the people around me in regards to what we can do, uh, to, um, to leave the world better than we found it. You know, uh, I'm, uh, born in 1970, uh, and I have, um, been exposed uh, to racism uh, my whole life. Uh, whether it's at school, I've seen it happen. Um, whether it's in my own family, I've seen it happen. Um, and and so, uh, unfortunately, uh, it wasn't until we lost George Floyd that our nation uh, really come to terms with we have a problem. And so, uh, you know, here in L.A. at L.A. Air Force Base, I, I like to use the, the the terminology of my boss. Uh, we cannot fix America. I cannot fix America. Um, I cannot fix Los Angeles. I can't fix California, but I can certainly make it better in the gates of uh, Los Angeles Air Force Base. And so one of the ways that we wanted to do that is I wanted airmen of color, uh, specifically our African-American and black uh, airmen and civilians, which I consider them airmen as well. They are still, they serve our nation just like uh, those that wear a uniform. I wanted them to be, Able to tell their story. I wanted them to share their experiences with racism, how they overcome it, uh, how they overcame it, uh, the challenges they've had, whatever they wanted to share. I think it was really important for them to say, I now feel comfortable talking about this. Uh, And it was the perfect time um, in America. People were starting to talk about it. We should have been talking about this centuries ago. Um, and they started talking about it. And I said, okay, we need to, uh, we need to find a way for our airmen inside this gate uh, to tell their story. And so uh, I, I, along with a team of people, came up with uh, this series called My Race, My Story. And uh, so we, all volunteers, uh, asked who would be willing to share their story and how that they've uh, been affected by racism. And uh, one by one, I started getting volunteers. And so we worked with our awesome public affairs team here uh, to sit down and interview them. And then we had snippets of two to three minute videos that we would put on our social media. And the hopes in creating that was, one, our team of airmen would feel comfortable telling their story. But more importantly, their story would impact someone else that would be comfortable in telling their story. And then another person would tell their story. And we could all learn from those challenges that they faced uh, in regards to racism. And what I found is that the the, the views on these stories were a, a astronomical. They were powerful. And the numbers represented what people really should be um, uh, or wanted to listen to and wanted to hear. And so because of that, we're starting our second round of um, My Race, My Stories. Uh, The PA team just recently scheduled uh, a series of videos that we'll do again for the second round of My Race, My Stories. And the opportunity to do it a second time lets me know that it was valued and it's important. And that was the whole point of creating that Is So other people would feel comfortable coming forward and telling the stories because they deserve to tell their stories. We need to know their stories. We need to learn from their stories. Uh, We need to understand that this is a real problem and not something that we can hide behind uh, as we've done for centuries. What an incredible impact and answer to racism and expunging it from
1: our own community and our own airspace. And here at Los Angeles Air Force Base, I do feel the difference of loving kindness. So thank you so much for creating My Race, My Story. And joining us, ma'am, with your permission, without further ado, is our very own Flight Chief, Kathy Howard. Mrs. Kathy Howard will be joining us in the segment of the Christina Silva Show to tell highlights and her reflection of her My Race My Story episode. Ma'am, I want you to give one last closing remark to all the airmen in every branch of every era to tell them how much we appreciate their service in closing.
2: Yes, thank you so much. Um, first of all, thank you for having me here today, Ms. Silva. It's an honor to speak to our veterans and our active duty and our and our civilians that serve as well. Um, we can never forget about uh, the every um, man and woman who decide to either put on the OCP, whatever battle uniform their service wears, a suit and tie, a blouse and blazer. So many people give to this nation. To those who have have done that, uh, to those that are listening, uh, thank you will never be enough. This country owes you a debt of gratitude for the sacrifice that you've given. So I and the airmen in this room and the airmen on this installation, uh, the soldiers, the sailors, the marines, the coast guardsmen, and now the space professionals. We all have an opportunity to serve because you dug the path for us. You allowed us to be here and your sacrifices will never um, go unforgotten or unnoticed. And uh, I can't thank you enough for um, being the heroes that you have been. Uh, for this nation and for the men and women who serve today and will continue to serve this great nation because of you and all that you've done. You matter, you value, and plain and simple, I love you. Thank you. Amazing. May God bless America in a moment of
1: silence. And when we come back, thank you to Command Chief Master Sergeant Lisa R. Arnold for an expose that's unforgettable. You're listening to The Christina Silva Show. And when we come back, Mrs. Flight Chief Kathy Howard. Mm -hmm.
0: You're listening to The Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. For more information about the show, email crsprods at gmail.com. That's crsprods at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Thank you for joining us on the debut of The Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live with clean writing style on the Voice America Variety Channel. Without further ado, let us introduce Kathy Howard. Mrs. Kathy Howard is amazing in her accomplishments and her dedication to the Los Angeles Air Force Base, which is home to the Space and Missile Systems Center and the 61st FSS. She provides a myriad of services, including but not limited to her commitment to families forever. Joining us is Mrs. Kathy Howard to share reflections from Command Chief Master Sergeant Lisa R. Arnold's My Race My Story series. Thank you for joining us today, Kathy Howard.
3: Oh, thank you so much, Christina, for having me. I am so honored to be here. This is so exciting to me.
1: We have electricity and empathy in the room from our very own command chief of our base leading over 6,000 airmen. And you and I have a relationship with master resiliency in the midst. And to learn from you as a resiliency training assistant over the last years has been an honor and a tremendous and prayerful plight, especially when it comes to overcoming the obstacles, not only in our professional careers, higher education, mothering, and also leading. And so I. Want to applaud you for coming to share with the entire world your my race my story reflections what is the main mission and return to you of providing solid programs so that families can truly learn how to overcome systemic racism
3: well because we have such a diverse programs families can learn through our channels of how to overcome obstacles and how to be resilient. Everything that we do from the time that we bring them onto the base, they have a sponsor. So that sponsor is meeting them before they even get there and informing them about the information and, all of the programs that we have here and the services that we can offer them before they even arrive and trying to meet that family's need before they even actually land to the base. So that's a part of being resilient. So we're, te- we're helping you right from the get go. And then we have, I oversee like 17 different family support programs. So from birth all the way to death, all of those programs and all of those wonderful moments in between Anything that that military member life experiences, Airmen and Family Readiness is here to help you and walk you through it. You're never alone, just like what Chief just said. You're not alone. We are here to guide you, to support you, to help you, to lead you, to give you the resources, to give you the fortitude, and to actually help you. Just walk, hold your hand. With some of our programs to meet your needs for you and your family, and for that, that's very diverse. It's diverse, and we don't care if you're Army or if you're Mil- if you're Navy, if you're Marine. We do all joint forces. We do retirees. We do Air National Guard. We do the Title Ten. We do uh, all of them, civilians, dependents, contractors. We're such a diverse program at, at Airmen and Family Readiness, and I just love all of those programs that we offer to our military families and for this installation. We are here to serve, and we know what our mission is. We are here to serve. And in serving that, then that leads you right into we, we, we have a heart to serve and to meet your needs. So we are here to, to help you.
1: That is incredible. And it is an outstanding feat managing 17 programs that empower our entire forces, including key spouses, dependents, and those that have even lost a warrior. In this mission, we are serious about confronting some of the topics that most of America knows about, but it's a difficult challenge. And I believe that what Command Chief Master Sergeant Lisa R. Arnold has created is a segue and a bridge into a safe haven of speaking about my race, my story. And it wouldn't be without your team at the Airmen and Family Readiness Center that you wouldn't be here today with such passion to share a reflection mm-hmm. of a difficult story to tell. And that moves me into storytelling with Mrs. Kathy Howard. Stories empower us, and it just like Chief said, it gives us a way of communicating mm-hmm. silently through looking back and reflecting on travail unto triumph. So thank you for letting the world know that your my race. My story is on Facebook on the official page of the space and missile Systems center. And without rehashing the wound, let us dress up our wounds and hear from you about what your mother taught you when you were very young at age five,
3: my race, my story. When I hear that again, it just kind of takes me right back to the age of when I was five, when my uncle was killed. By the KKK's I can honestly say That what my mom Told me quickly after she recovered If you haven't heard this story You can go on Facebook live And listen to it But what she quickly told me right after it She said this is why we love people This is why you don't hate people And you definitely Do not hate anyone Or dislike anyone Because of the color of their skin And I can still hear that just as as if it was just yesterday. And it's been years and years ago. I'm well beyond my five years of living, (laughs) to put it mildly. (laughs) But it's been so many years ago. And today, that is still relevant. Love is the only way that we can look beyond people's faults and see their needs. Love is the only way that we can challenge ourselves, our beliefs, our thoughts, and our patterns that we've developed over these years and break down these walls or barriers and just allow someone to come in. Love is the only way that we are gonna ever see all of these ills and all of these norms turn around. And I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged because I see things moving in a more positive direction. And I'm so encouraged. And diversity is something that we always talk about at Airmen and Family Readiness. From a poster that we print, from the very diverse culture that we have with just our team members in Airmen and Family Readiness, we bring so many strengths to the table. And if we start looking at people's strengths rather than their weaknesses, oh my God, what an awesome opportunity you just open up you've opened up a little a little tad bit of love and admiration and that goes such a long way and storytelling is so important because it allows you to get a little glimpse in someone's life in someone's pattern in someone's environment in which they've come from and storytelling is powerful because once you start to look into someone's past and someone's um difficulties that they've had and some of their successes that becomes admiration. And after that admiration, that becomes a positive affirmant. And after that positive affirmant, that becomes a liking. And then you get to love and Lord help. It's going to be too much then once you get there. So that is awesome. So just everything that my mom told me when I was five, I can see it now and I'm well beyond those years.
1: That's so relieving to hear Thank you for your up-close and personal account of reflecting on Travail and moving toward triumph. It's a day-to-day, active, respectful readiness that Mm -hmm. you have exuded. And as a mentor to so many, what would you like to say to your team that is all around you, helping to make sure that racism and any other oppression is just not allowed in your Air Force environment?
3: Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance is what I would tell them. Zero tolerance. And uh, open your eyes, open your mindset, but most of all, open your heart. Because when you open your heart, that's when you're going to start seeing people for who they are and not for the color of their skin or their race or their downfalls or their weaknesses. You're going to see their strengths and you're going to see something beautiful. And not only are you going to see something beautiful, you're going to become something beautiful because it's going to change the way that you see and look at our world. Our world was meant for all of us to be Equal and equality is something that we all seek. And if you look at us, you will see that we have more in common than we do have, than we have differences because we are a mighty force together and we're nothing alone. So just keep that in mind. I would tell the airmen just keep that in mind. We all need each other. We're in this together. This is a war that we all need to chime in on and try to win.
1: Racism is officially expunged. Everyone listening to The Christina Silva Show, we're educating our veterans with love and with hope. And in the words of Dr. King, Mrs. Kathy Howard's gonna share with us what she endears about Martin Luther King, the doctor.
3: I just love Dr. King because he has such a peaceful environment. I mean, he he fought this battle in peace, not with his hands, not with might, but just in peace with his words, with education, with experience, with the love that he had in his heart and the conviction in his spirit. So I just love Dr. King because Dr. King said he has a dream and it is high time for us to start dreaming and for us to dream for liberty, life and pursuit of happiness for all.
1: Well, everyone, this has been the very first debut of the Christina Silva show. And we have enjoyed empowering you through the stories of readiness, resilience, and with respect. And you can be assured that each and every show will be laced with true storytelling. So stay with us on the Voice America Variety Channel. And we'll be back next week and every other Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And be safe and take a look at your neighbor. And give them a smile, even with your mask, because the truth is in your eyes. Be safe and may God bless America.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to The Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi.